Yo, this is episode number two, No Feelings Boxer. We missed y'all last week, but we back now. It's your boy, Tony. What's up, man? It's Will. We out here. And you can catch us every week. Or every other no, week. Or every other week. <laughs> or every other as week. As far as the boxing and shit, but definitely every every week for the No Feelings Meetings episodes. Every week, No Feelings Meetings is me, Will, and Justin, of course. I'm coming to y'all every week. We record on Monday, so y'all should have those episodes by Thursday. And make sure y'all check out um, check out 90 Feet for all the baseball fans. Check out The Feud for, I mean, you know, any sports that you into. They talk about um, just about everything, and that's Justin and Liam. Yep. Hard File Network. We got a lot of stuff on the way. We got a lot of stuff working right now. And we're about to kick off this episode number two, No Feelings Boxing. We're talking about... Anthony Joshua's world title defense against Alexander Povetkin uh, two weeks ago now. You got a chance to see any of the highlights, Will? Oh, yeah, I seen, I seen them. So what you thought about uh, the fight or the couple of rounds? Actually, I mean, I watched, yeah, I watched I watched. it. I ended up watching, being able to see the full fight. I just didn't see it the day it happened. But um, I thought, like, overall, it was a, it was a high fight. I mean, it kind of – because I think going – before the knockout wasn't uh, – didn't they have – wasn't Povetkin up? Povetkin was up. He was up four two. Yeah, he was up four two. I had it. I had it four two three three. Um, I felt like for me being an AJ fan, like that fight went exactly where I thought. Like I didn't think that was an easy fight. I thought Povetkin was going to touch him like he did, bust his nose up. Yeah, it was like definitely that, that fight went the way I seen it happening. Yeah, no, nah, and it was you know they they both pretty much stood in the middle of the ring the whole fight and you know got it all. Yeah, and that's and that's what you need in the heavyweight division, and, and that's what you need to see, especially for for uh, Anthony Joshua. It's, uh you need to see him in these tough fights, like give yeah, the he, idea that, that he can be touched, because that's only going to add on to the to the the desire to see him fight Wilder or Fury. Yeah, no, it was definitely it was like I said. Overall, I think it was a good fight up until I mean after after he got that um after he after Povetkin got his eye busted open and pretty much. Went the, it went you know it went the other way. I think he got his eye cut open in the fourth, right? With that uppercut, and I mean after yeah after that it was pretty much you know it pretty much it went one sided because you know he was he wasn't as accurate, his punches wasn't really landing as hard. So mm-hmm. and and watching that and watching that fight, did you see anything from AJ that that had you think Wilder could beat him more, or did you see something that said like this guy getting better? Oh. Uh, Honestly, I don't. I mean, I don't think. I don't think my decision or my perception to change either way. Like I said, I mean, you know, I got, I got wild to win, and whenever they do meet, right. But I, I mean, and it's like I know, I know Joshua ain't a slouch either way to go. Yeah, definitely. And I, way. I think, um, yeah. I think with, I mean, the biggest benefit to Wilder for me, I mean, number one, he, he just, he just a power puncher. But then it's like with that unorthodox style that he used. I just think it, I think that I think that's gonna be a hell of a fight when they do fight though. Yeah, but that's definitely that's definitely something we're looking forward to. Yeah, I don't re- I didn't really see anything that'd kinda make me change my, you know, sway sway either either other way. Right. Now moving to our next topic, we got Fury and Wilder on our last episode we were speculating, but it's definitely official now on December first. It's going down on pay per view. So, what you, what you think of the of the whole press conference tour that's been going on between them and 
and what's been happening like in front of the camera, but we know they really cool behind the camera. That's what I that's what I was about to say. I mean, it's it's obvious, you know, that you can see the respect that they both got for each other. Right. And I mean and both of them, you know, don't either one don't either one of them like fucking Joshua, so in fact. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure whichever whichever one whoever loses will be rooting on the winner whenever they go to fight Joshua either way. Right. Now I've been I've been watching like Eddie Hearn interviews for everybody that listening. You you I'm sure you do know if you listen to this podcast, you know who Eddie Hearn is. But if you don't, that's a that's AJ promoter and that's one of the you know big promoters in boxing right now. And Eddie was saying that he like through everything he's hearing about the fight, it's a two way rematch, and that's that's a little crazy when you think about it because it's like it's not like Fury's a mandatory. It's not like Deontay Wilder has to fight him. So it's like it's it's a little crazy to think that he giving Fury a rematch either way, be like, and, and he def- he's defending his belt. See, but that's I think that's part of the thing that, that that's been going on pretty much the entire time that they've been trying to get the fight between Wilder and Joshua done. Like you said, it's not a mandatory fight, but they they kept trying to make it seem as if like um you know you got to take this guy before you can fight Joshua. You got to take that guy before you can fight Joshua. Right. And like you said, with him defending that title, it, I don't think it has to be a mandatory rematch. That might be something more agreed upon with them just because of the respect they got for each other. Right. Um so so in in watching this whole thing go down, do you got any more I, I wanna say confidence that Fury can make this a, a fight or you still feel like it's over early? I mean I think I think that if you kinda don't if you don't keep up with things and you just listen to Fury talk, maybe you might, you know, you might change your decision. Right. <laughs> right. But it's like with him being off the time that he was off, I don't really. Yeah, I don't. He is man. That's that's a long answer. Yeah, that's the thing. But like, like I said, because even I watched him on the Breakfast Club talking and all of that stuff. So like, even you know, when you listen to him talk, you might kind of have a little confidence, and I'm like, oh man, he might, you know, he might be able to pull something off. I don't think, right. but I don't think he will. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. And it's like, it, this shit is this shit is so crazy to me because Tyson Fury, before his hiatus, through, through his uh, you know, his addiction and the struggles and everything, he was he was pound for pound the best heavyweight in the world. Yeah. And and it's like now you come back into this, you come back into the sport. You got two guys that then lapped you. You got guys calling you out now that probably wouldn't said your name years ago. You got guys like Dillian White wanting to fight you, and and Luis Ortiz looking to fight anybody he can fight. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so the the division is crazy. Like it's not a stacked division, say like one through ten or something like that. But the one through six or one through five is definitely a popping division. Yeah, I think um, I just think like, it's one of them things. He he could have he he could have took a couple of other fights before he took Wilder I think mm-hmm. because it's just boxing is like any other sport you the only way to get into actual boxing shape is actual boxing like you know it's a right. difference from your training versus when you actually get in the ring that's a fact like you know when you sparring is one thing but you you know you probably could have took even if it was just one you know one fight or something before he before he took Wilder I think I think that that ring rust is gonna show right. And Tony Bellew, who who we gonna talk about a little bit later in this episode, he was he was he was doing an interview and he was talking about how 
like and when you box like that's not something you can just get into and get out of like you got to live that shit yeah no that's and that's what i'm saying it's like you know being being gone for three years and i mean like i said he looked good he got back into shape and all of that but the only way you can get into actual boxing shape is by actually boxing, not just, you know, not just the sparring, not just what you do in practice. And I mean, it play a major role, but you know, it's that intensity is totally different. A lot of times once you step in that ring. Right. Now, do you, do you think that fight, do you think that fight will be, how can I put this? Do you, do you think, do you lose a little less confidence in Deontay if that fight get into the, the nines and the tens? As far as him going up against uh, Joshua, not even that. As just really, as far as him being able to beat Fury, you think he can beat Fury on points? Uh, I don't know. That might. I, I think. I think he will. Just like I said, I'm. I'm going a lot off of the ring, Russ. I think. Right. I think just with Fury not being in there, and I mean, we know. We know Wilder ain't really a point guy. That's definitely not. So that definitely not a point guy. Right. So that's that's the thing. It's like, yeah, he's not really a point guy, but then I'm thinking about this guy being off three years. So I think even if it came down to points, I think I would still I think I still have confidence in in Wilder to get it done. To get it done. Yeah. Okay, I'm with that. I I do I do feel like I personally I I think if it go to points, I think Furry gets the win. But it's just so hard for me to even see it getting past the fifth, like right now. Yeah, because that that condition, and once you yeah. once you get past those early rounds, you know that that's when that's when the condition the conditioning is gonna come in. And it's like, and we know we know how wild is gonna come out. We know in that first he coming out throwing bombs. He gonna he trying to end it early, and he want to make that statement of like I should be like because he wants like. I, I'm not one of those fans that's looking at this this Joshua Wilder situation like this he ducking him or he ducking him. The politics in this is so deep, and you could you could believe who you want to believe, wherever you want to believe Eddie, or wherever you want to believe the Wilder side. But you cannot be a logical boxing fan looking looking at these two guys and thinking they don't want to fight each other. Yeah, no, and it's like it's cool conversation for Twitter and the internet and for back and forth and stuff like that. But it's like realistically, you know, ain't nobody. Ain't nobody ducking. Ain't nobody ducking nobody. And you can look at Wilder and see that he he's ready to fight whoever anytime. It's it's certain guys that the politics may get in the way of him fighting, but I'm not gonna say and say that he wouldn't take these fights. You look at AJ resume, you see the guys he done fought in only twenty two fights. So for any fan out there that's talking about he ducking him or he ducking him, that's crazy. And like I said, if you it's one thing if you just having a conversation just to have it, but it's like if you really believe that, right? You you tripping, <laughs> definitely. Because <laughs> I mean, me and you have had the conversation before about this this person is ducking or that person is ducking, but you know we know we know how the politics and this shit work, right? Definitely. All right, moving to our next topic of the show, I want to talk about all three heavyweights, and that's Furry Wilder and Joshua. Do you think that? Do you think we know Fury and Wilder is going to fight? Do you think that Fury will give Joshua a tough time, or you think it would be the same result as we was as we probably see in the Wilder fight? I think I'd be able to gauge that a little bit better post fight, just because you know, right at this point, like if he was to fight Joshua instead of Wilder, I don't think so. But I want I would want to see how he looks in that Wilder fight, right? To kind of to kind of give a better opinion, but I mean, if he was to be jumping in there with Joshua instead of Wilder, I think the outcome would be the same. Hell yeah, 
Now, assuming, assuming that that fucking say, not even assuming, but say, say Furry get the W, and and as now is is him and AJ. Now AJ already said like, even if Wilder lose, I still fight him April. I think it's thirteenth next year, just because right. that's a big fight and we know that's what people want. But say, but but the demand for the Furry fight, especially in the UK, would be too big. Like you got you got what it would be at that time the two best heavyweights in the world, and they both from the UK, like. That that demand would be too much. So, do you think that'd be a more like a like a more demanded fight, Joshua Fury in the UK or Joshua Wilder all around? Uh, I think I think probably Joshua Fury in the UK, just because of the money it's gonna bring. I think I think with the rivalry of Joshua and uh, Wilder, that's that's what make that fight so huge to where whether Wilder win or lose, that fight needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, if if Fury loses, I mean, ain't nobody really like, oh, man, that fight still needs to happen. Right. <laughs> but if, but right. If, if Wilder loses, it's like, no, nah, you still, you know, y'all still need to fight. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. But I think just because of, I mean, how big boxing is in the UK, I think that um that Fury and Joshua will be Bigger as far as that goes. Why? Why do you think? Why do you think the game not as big in the U.S. as it was back in the Roy Jones days or the, the B Hop days or when Floyd was fighting Oscar and what was that like? Oh seven. Because I think these. I mean, back then, you know, back then that was before social media was the way it was. So these these guys were actually out. So right. you know they were in the public eye. Like I mean. With Joshua and Wilder and stuff like that, they, you know, I don't, I don't really know how, how often they use their social media. But with with a lot of these guys today, is so much social media, so a lot of them ain't actually out and hanging out and but, at this but place I, and at that place. So it's like a lot of people. Floyd Floyd has always been recognizable. Like a lot of people might see Deontay Wilder and don't even know who he is. A lot of people might see Joshua, don't really know who he is. Right. Even non-boxing fans knew Floyd. And when I say that, I'm talking more domestically. Like, because we know even, say, like, the American fan don't know who Anthony Joshua is. We know it's not a person overseas that don't know who he is. Right. I say, when I, when I ask you that, I'm saying, like, domestically, like, why? Why you think people not, like, say, like, I think, what was it? Who was, what was a big fight this summer? Like, Robert, Robert Easter fought Mikey a couple months ago. I think that fight drew about 500000 on Showtime. Now, why you like say if that fight was to happen in 0304, that's that's a million dollar fight. Like that's a that's right. a unified that's a unified title fight. That that should that fight on Showtime back in years ago with, for free. That shit would have did probably a million views. Why you think like domestically like in America is not as big as it can be? Ugh, I mean, a lot of the, I think a lot of it got to do with like Shit, probably the the internet. I mean, you know how many streaming links were out there? You know, oh, you could stream right. it for free. <laughs> right. <laughs> like honestly, and I mean with with the way that, that shit is these days, you don't you don't have to pay for shit. That's a fact. I think that's I think that's one of the main reasons that back then this stuff wasn't as big. You weren't able to just go, you know, right, it was type more in exclusive. Yeah, you you weren't able to just type in something and get the fight to pop up. Or, mm-hmm. you know, Facebook Live. People stream the fight on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitter, or whatever. I can feel it. Especially because 
especially because when you look at that shit, it's like the game is so deep right now with like just talented, just talented boxes. You could you could go to any division and find at least five guys that's like world class. Yeah. So what what would um what would you say it was though? Like in your opinion, what would you say the reason was to why it isn't as big think, today as it was back then? I think the other sports being more like like the brand in the other sports and prob and like and probably because it was in such a dark place for so long, it's going to take a while for it to get back as big as it was because you figure you figure it was like for for maybe three four years. It was just Floyd and Pacquiao, right. and whoever was fighting around them. It was like you got to be a, a fan of the sport to understand like how big this person is. Like it was only two global stars for like three, four years, and now we're getting back to a place where it's multiple guys and the heavyweight division is back and shit like that. And I right. think that's that's why it's in a in such a place. But it is getting back though. It's definitely getting back. And especially if we get these big fights the way we want them, if we get Mikey and, and Earl, if we get Earl and Keith or Earl and Terrence, like if we get these big fights, and especially at the at the superstar divisions, like the 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 middleweights, the welterweights, if we get the big fights in those divisions, like we'll see the game back, like domestically where it was when we was younger. I gotcha. We got up next on the on the list here. Delu Usyk, yeah, I wanted to talk about this. This for a lot of, a lot of the hardcore fans, if you will, and shit like that. But did you get a chance to watch any like other clips on YouTube or catch up on anything from this topic? Uh, nah, not yet. So you're gonna have to fill me in with that one. All right, I'm gonna just catch you up a little bit on this, and we could go go in depth on this. We definitely gonna talk about this more because the fight coming up in a couple weeks, but. We got Tony Bellew fighting Alexander Usyk. That's November 10th. Usyk is the undisputed cruiserweight champion. He's the first man in boxing to ever do that. Tony Bellew, the former cruiserweight world champion. And he's, uh, and he did, like, he's been count- he's one of those boxers that's been counted out so many times and he just always win. And, like, it's like people still doubt it. And, like, that's, that's a big fight right. coming up. And, um, that's, that's Bellew's last fight, he said. It's, and, like, who wouldn't want to retire like that, you know, undisputed in, in the weight class? So we're going to get – I mean, yeah, you, that's that's definitely – like you said, I think just about anybody that can, they, they will want to do yeah. that. They don't make it – they don't too often make it, you know, make it that far in and stay that right. way. Now, the thing about this fight is – like I said, we're going to talk about this more, but the, the thing about this, this fight has been, like – I want to say it's been drawing the interest of Andre Ward, and it'll be real interesting to see like the outcome of this fight, and if this fight gives Andre that that button to come back into the game. We know Andre retired, I believe it was uh, the end of last year. I think it's about it's been about a year since Dre retired. And Andre, so uh, he want he want the winner. It's he it's not like a like something that's official or nothing like that. But whenever you watch the interviews and they bring it up to him, it's definitely something that that he interested in. And we know that Andre okay. retired last year, number one town for town in the sport, and he retired undefeated. So it's going to be real interesting to see what happened with that. But like I said, I'm going to give you a little bit of time to catch up on that one, and we're going to go into that Yeah, next we week. can definitely get into that next week. Yeah. Now, this <laughs> – like, this shit <laughs> – this shit is crazy. <laughs> now, now in the, the MMA segment of the show, for everybody listening, we're going to talk about 
which was the biggest fight in UFC history and one of the craziest fucking aftermaths I ever seen in a fight, which is definitely which is wild. Like we already talked about this shit. Uh, so we had UFC 229 yesterday. We we're not even 24 hours since. Like we had it just 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 yesterday. So um, which which you thought about the whole event, man? From the press conference to the weigh in to last night, everything that happened. Uh, well, let's we can start with the uh, let's start with the press conference. Okay. Now, every anybody that follow us on social media and everything like that, NFM underscore podcast on every platform, y'all know I run the social media. If you listen to No Feelings Meetings, which you should every week, every week. But I'm a big Conor fan, and I I always rock with Mac, and I always go with Mac and whatever he want to do. I rock with him with the Floyd shit. I rock with him yesterday against Khabib, and to me, I def I felt like Mac could win. But I'm not surprised that Khabib won that fight. I want to say that before we get to this. Like, Khabib is fucking an animal. Now, the press conference, what, what you thought about everything, you know, from the whiskey to the, the Asalaamu Alaikum, everything that happened? Yeah, uh, no, <laughs> number one fucking uh, McGregor, you go, that shit only, the shit that McGregor do, like, and I mean, it's cool because, you know, it's a, uh, physical sport and he liked to try to get into his opponent's head and all of that but everybody everybody ain't gonna be scared of you and that's gonna get you fucked up a couple of times <laughs> real shit like when you when you get when you get up there talking crazy because I know a lot of times that's what he do though you know if he get if he can get that mental edge over a lot of guys that's that's it you know he already going into the fight right. up he 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 already won. Like if you want to count that as a round, you count the press conference as a round. They say, all right, he he up one zero going into mm-hmm. the fight in most fights. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I yeah, I think he. And it's hard to say he went like overboard with anything just because, no, hold up. Hold because up. of the sport. That, that, but you blacked out a little bit. I said it's hard to it's hard to say that he went overboard in the press conference because of the sport that you know it's a fight sport. So. I, Anything goes. Right. And especially trying, but to sell, I mean, he, trying to sell a UFC fight because we know they're not making, like, boxing money. Right. But I think a lot of times when he get into – when he get into all the little racial shit, I think a lot of times, you know, he kind of go overboard with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like I said, I ain't, I ain't going to say anything he did was all women so he crossed the line just because of the, the sport that he had. Right. Watching that shit, watching that that whole that whole press conference, I could see like what was happening. I could see what was going on. I've seen it like hundreds of times watching kind of like press conferences. The thing, the most I want to say unique thing about all of that that came out to me and like me growing up around like me knowing Muslims and and shit like that, and it's and like I guess it showed me the the difference between like an American Muslim and like a Muslim from another another country, because uh-huh. when they was like when they was like. How could Connor offer Khabib uh, whiskey knowing he's Muslim? I said, <laughs> that's not a lot. Because, like, every Muslim dude I know, like, drank and do all type of crazy shit. Well, that's because, you know, they, <laughs> but a lot of times they don't, They a lot of these guys become Muslim and they don't even really know the real, but, you know, right. behind everything. They, <laughs> exactly. They, you know, it's like they have to do it. Yeah, the facts. <laughs> but, I mean, it was, it was it was cool, like, in the press conference just to see. Khabib was, you know, cool, calm, collected the whole time. Right. Didn't didn't really lose his, you know, didn't really lose his cool too much. He let kind of do what he do. The thing, the thing that had me doubt, I ain't gonna say doubting Connor, but the thing that had me believe it could be more 
the more I heard him say inshallah, I said, yeah, this his this nigga ain't coming to lose, bro. <laughs> he definitely ain't coming to lose, bro. So it's like that's I was like, yeah, it's gonna be a tough one for Mac for sure. Nah, he didn't. You know, he didn't look. McGregor was doing all that. He didn't look. He didn't look phased. Yeah, he didn't. You know, he didn't look startled. He didn't. He he looked you know, he, ready. He, kept like, his composure. he just looked yeah, like he, this. Is, like this is what I've been waiting for. But but you know, a lot of times with, with them press conferences that Mac do, he get these guys out of character. Mm-hmm. You know, he get them to do something that they wouldn't normally do. So I mean, I think. Um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much all I got as far as the press conference. Yeah, he was, he was, Connor was wild enough. Right. He, he thought he thought he was on tour of Florida again. <laughs> and, and and that's another thing I want to talk about as we get more into this this conversation. Um, so to the to the we're gonna skip all the way in and everything like that. They both made weight. We know the motherfuckers don't like each other. They they they've been wanting to fight for years. So to 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 the fight. What you thought about the fight? What you thought about? Could be performance. Did you think that the two years off and the the boxing shit last year? Did you think that affected Connor? Uh, I I think so. I mean, and actually, I I was kind of pulling for Connor to win the fight. Like before the fight, I was like, which I didn't I didn't make any bets on. Right, but right. I was just like, you know, I was like, oh, I think Connor, I think Connor would be able to pull it off. But I mean, as the as the fight went on. I mean, well, you figure as the fight started, I feel like, I feel like um, Khabib controlled the fight yeah. from the start. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he in the first round, McGregor, he was he was defending pretty well as far as not getting, not letting Khabib wrap him up too much. You know, they, I mean, they were on the ground most of the fight, but he did he did good not getting himself into a, not into a fucked up situation. Right. Watching watching that shit because watching that shit, I felt like okay, that. This is this is going the way I I expected it to go. Like watching that whole thing, I felt like because Khabib is the best wrestling company. Like he's the the motherfucker is amazing at, at what he do. Like what he do, he does it great, and he does it better than anybody else. And does wrestle and grapple and take you down. But I felt like if Conor could just keep it on the feet as much as possible and land and land those rights and lefts, he got a shot. And he was yeah, landing I think... those rights and lefts, but but Khabib's chin. Man, not uh, not only that, but even when they were standing, I mean, you know, Connor definitely had the advantage, but Khabib was like he was landing some too. He wasn't just right. you know he he got a couple of good hits and and on Connor, you know, while they were standing up, and he should almost put him yeah, to he sleep definitely for the second him. round. <laughs> he definitely rocked him. I, if that because you figure he he hit him with that he hit him with that right he stumbled back and when he came in with that knee had that knee connected it probably would have been over. Yeah, that knee was to the, it was off to the side a little bit. Had he hit that, it was probably a wrap. Right. <laughs> Yeah, they was they was definitely trading. I the Khabib chin like I like those shots that that Conor hit him with last night. That shit that put it put so many yeah, it's great put, fighters it's put, out. Like it's then put it's, it's then put a lot of guys down. It put Aldo down in thirteen seconds. It, it beat Nate up in two fights. Conor went one and one in those. It fucked Eddie Alvarez up. It's so I was watching that. I was like, bro, this Khabib is different. Yeah, no, Conor kind of, he started. He was wild in the second. No, kind of he. Think he need my my man in the head twice while they were down while they were down on the ground. <laughs> he was kind of tripping. Yeah, I I thought it was over when he had him in, in that second when he had him in the ground and he was just pounding away. I was like, damn, he gonna stop this. I was like, he gonna stop this shit. But they let they let the fight go and Connor got back up and they got back to the point. 
Now I think the the third round that was I think that might have been Connor's best round because they stood up most of the fight. Yeah. I mean most of that round they were they were on their feet most of the round. Mm-hmm. Did you and did you think Khabib was like if 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 you felt like he was going to win? Did you think it was going to be from a submission or you thought he could finish it? I, I had I had feelings it would be from a submission. Yes. I had I, I thought it would be from a submission, especially after the first couple of rounds. I'm like, because he kept getting him in that same position, he just couldn't lock him up the right way. And I was like, the more the fight go on and the the more tired kind of get, I'm like, eventually he's gonna be able to, you know, he's gonna be able to get him how he want to get him, and it'll be over. Right. We saw we saw the, the submission happen with the rear naked choke. We saw Connor tap out, and we saw it. This one it got crazy. <laughs> See, but I, I was tripping. I no bullshit though. I, I didn't even real before we get to the actual post. I didn't even expect McGregor to tap out. Right. Like I, I and like I thought I was like, yeah, McGregor gonna go to sleep before he tap out. No, I knew he was gonna tap. <laughs> I knew because he, he. One thing about one thing about Carter, like especially at, if you if you watch the Nate Diaz uh, one fight or seen the highlights from it, he ain't getting choked out. <laughs> like he, he ain't going to sleep. Like he he tap. He like okay, I get it. You got this, and he'll 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 live to see you another day. No, he. I mean, this one just seemed a little bit more. I mean, this a little one bit more personal, more, yeah. Especially you know, because I mean, for a while though, I didn't even realize the whole that whole bus incident. Like, was that was that last year or was that early this year? That was in that was last that year. Was, that was oh, like that was early year. last year. That was that was this year. Yeah, that was in March or April, I think. Might might have been February because. It was right. It was like right after the Mayweather fight. I mean, a few months after the Mayweather fight, right? No, that yeah, was, that it was, was this year, early this year. Okay. Yeah, it was early this year. Cause you, but you, I, got, you remember, like after the Mayweather fight, he he went on like vacation, pretty much. No, nah, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was I eating, thought. right? No, that's cool. But yeah, I, and when that first happened, I didn't even I didn't even realize that it was a uh, Khabib in the bus. Yeah. And until like until like a few months ago, and that's a, we gonna talk about that too in a couple coming up, and that's the crazy thing about all this. But what what you thought? What did you think about Khabib yelling at Carter, throwing the mouthpiece, getting out the like? What you think of all that? Well, I mean, it's just different because it was personal. Like they got like them motherfuckers really hated each other. Right. It wasn't no it wasn't no dapping up after the fight and no shit like that. It was like. Almost like they got they got like real beef. So I mean, from the outside looking in, like in my head, I'm like, oh, I can respect it. But I mean, I know it's fucked up for the UFC and you know everything. You know, with all of that shit transpiring or whatever, I know it's fucked up in that aspect. But like me personally, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, fuck, fuck all of them up. <laughs> <laughs> they talk, they they talking crazy. Fuck them all up. <laughs> I I said like bro, I'm like look, I respect any if if it's smoke, fuck it, I respect the dude you gotta do. Sight. <laughs> I respect the dude you gotta do. The only thing I would have told could be like, I don't got no problem with you going after these niggas after this fight. Get your belt first. Let yeah. let let them put the belt on you. Get, secure your bag basically, and then you can go handle all of that. Yeah, no, nah, he went. He was fucking around. I think, but you know, a lot of times it's hard to. It's hard. It's hard to convince somebody of that. In the it's moment. hard to keep that emotion in place, yeah, especially when, at all the talk that happened. About like ten, fifteen minutes after, immediately after the fight, so his adrenaline is still going. So it was it's like, oh, rep. yeah, <laughs> it's it's still going. So now, now going into a little backstory on this, we anybody listening, if you don't know, we um, 
it was early this year. I can't remember the specific month. Early this year, one of Connor's mans had did an interview and he called Khabib some shit. And Khabib caught him by himself. Khabib rolled up on him with his, with his boys. Like, you've been talking about me and you saying it's crazy shit. So Connor Man's like, no, nah, I ain't said nothing. That's that's reports. And that's what a video appeared him to say. So, in Connor fashion and, and Team McGregor fashion, these niggas, 24 hours after that, they hopped on a PJ <laughs> from Ireland and went to Brooklyn and they wanted smoke. So they pulled up to the Barclay. Um, Khabib was on the bus getting ready for his fight. Con- Connor was like, come out the bus, come out the bus. He, he was... He had his boys. Khabib was on the bus with his people, and he kind of wanted to smoke. Khabib ain't get out the bus. Um, kind of picked up a what is it? A dolly through that uh-huh. window, injured a bunch of people. Glass everywhere, going crazy. Um, kind of ended up in some legal trouble. He beat that, and that's how we got to the fight situation. What you think about everybody saying this is the most disgusting act they've seen in UFC, or this is? All this all crazy shit they talking about. My problem is, is like I said, is you got to realize the sport we're talking about. Like, I mean, you're talking about a hand-to-hand combat sport. Right. So it's like, <laughs> this ain't like no NBA shit where, like, fucking when KG and Melo was beefing and Melo went outside and threw a dolly at the bus or something like that. <laughs> this is a, a sport based off guys like now y'all want them to you know, it's hard to tell these guys to chill. They fight for a living. So I don't, me personally, I'm with it. Like, I mean, you know, I don't really, it's kind of fucked up that, you know, people got injured, you know, when you're talking about people that don't, may not have had anything to do with the situation. Right. But like, as far as like these fighters seeing each other and keeping that same energy, you know, in or out the octagon, I'm with it. Right. Because <laughs> it's like you gotta have that like you gotta have that mentality of that energy just to even be be in, in that, that sport, yeah. In that cage. Got... Like <laughs> I don't think you could I don't think you could operate in that cage without that type of energy. You can't be a level headed individual and and be in and that be sport. a UFC fighter. <laughs> yeah, like, that's just don't that's not how it works. Like boxing um, is kinda different, you right. know, because you know it's I mean, in UFC, you're talking about taking knees to the head, elbows to the head, fucking... Right. <laughs> Getting uh, choked out. Yeah, all, all type of, of shit. shit. Boxing is kind of different now. Like, even if it, if it was boxing, that might be a little wilder. Right. Like, I might I might be like, damn, you know, that's kind of fucked up. But as far as the UFC go, I mean, that shit is like wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit, man. So, assuming... We're going to look at two different situations here. Assuming that Khabib don't get suspended, we know he getting fined. We know there's going to be some repercussions the way he did. The motherfucking Nevada still withholding his $2 million check because of what happened last night. Yeah, they got to deduct something from that. <laughs> so so assuming, assuming he don't get suspended, no crazy time, what you think is next for him? And what you think is next for Conor coming off? Coming up, I ain't gonna say two losses because we're not counting that Floyd shit. Everybody knew he, everybody knew he was gonna lose that fight. Yeah, loss is a loss, my G. <laughs> okay, two, two, I'm, hey, two losses coming off two losses, uh, a boxing match and, and a Khabib fight. What you think is next for Conor? Because he's still gonna draw. He's still with money. Yeah, I was gonna say I think he'll be right back. I don't think it's gonna, you know, I don't think it's gonna slow him down. I don't think it's gonna do. Do anything. I mean, I think I, I don't know what fight might be next. I mean, I guess if they come to terms with a rematch, maybe he'll chill. If they try to do a rematch next year or something, right? So I don't really, I don't know. And as far as Khabib, uh, 
it's kind of I, I want to see how everything played out with everything that happened because of mm-hmm. you know I was listening to Dana White after that you know after the fight and he was just talking about how the governors in Nevada and all of them were there and even if he don't get suspended he might have trouble with his visa yeah and all of that shit Russian yeah right. so I mean I think that'll be I, I think I want to see I want to see how things play out with that what you what you think is next I think for me I I've, if if Khabib is stripped I think that is that is going to be Conor versus Tony Ferguson probably in February or March for the uh for the lightweight championship until Khabib get back you think he should be stripped I don't know I don't think he should be stripped at all like, I definitely I don't, like, I don't I don't I agree feel like with the situation shit. the the situation that happened like that shit was it was an it was an emotional thing it was if you know the story, you understand it. Like that's that's the thing about it. I feel like we know what happened on both ends. And you could you could say that was wrong, you could say it was right, but it it was a reason that all of this happened. It's not like this shit happened for no reason. So I don't think he should be stripped. I think I if if he's not stripped, I think that he'll fight Tony Ferguson next for the lightweight think, belt. I mean, yeah, I'd be kinda I'd be upset if he got stripped though, yeah. I well, mean, not, not even upset, that, but that's, it's just like it's one of the things where I can see if it was something that happened like outside the MMA community or something like that. Right. But I don't. I think like I, I feel like, I, in my opinion, anything that happens inside the sport should be, you know, it is what it is. Right. It that's ain't like it ain't like he was outside beating beating up a random guy, beating up a fan, or beat you know mm-hmm. something like that. I think anything that happened within that sport, I think it. I think it's all good. Right. I, if if Khabib not suspended, I think that he fight Tony Ferguson. Uh, like I said, February, March, April, like early next year. And Conor, this is really what I think should happen, regardless of Khabib suspended or not. They Nate Diaz fight next month. He fight Dustin Poirier. I don't know if that. Don't you think they're gonna have a part? I don't three? know. If they should. This it's too. That it's probably more money in that trilogy fight than it is in a Khabib Conor two fight. And. And they talk the UFC might be making the 165 division, so that's a, that's a new division. Um, it it like it would be no better way for him to start that than to have Conor versus Nate Diaz three. I think that should happen next for Conor regardless. Um, but over overall though, what did you think of like last night, the whole event of it? Even if you didn't see the whole pay per view, like what did you think of the whole event surrounding McGregor could be? Do you think it lived up to the smoke or? Oh, definitely. I mean. Like I said, I can respect them both getting in there and keeping that. You know, they, they don't like each other. They didn't, you know, they didn't pretend to hug, right. shake hands after the fight and none of that shit. It's like, I didn't fuck with you before the fight and I don't fuck with you after the fight. In the, in the words of Malcolm X, if I don't like, some, <laughs> if I don't like somebody, I don't pretend to. <laughs> yeah, so no, I mean, I, I think it lived up to the hype as far as, you know, just as far as that tension between them two alone and as far as that, the outcome of the fight and the way that the fight went. Right. And I mean, it was, it, for, as quiet as uh, Khabib was during that press conference, he was talking this shit in the ring. <laughs> in the octagon, so he was he was he was in that talking this shit every time he got on top of Conor. He wanted he wanted that smoke, and now and I can respect any nigga that want they smoke and handle it. Yeah, no, I definitely I think it lived I think it lived up to to the hype and to the to the beef. Mm-hmm. What about you? I, th- I thought it was great. I, th- I thought the whole thing, top to bottom, was great. Um, I do think we're going to see that again, though. 
I don't know when, but that's definitely because because it's it's a lot of money in that rematch, regardless. Because you know the the people that 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 are diehard Conor fans and that's that's that can feel he can do no wrong. They gonna say that hey man, he was out two years. He you know it was situations and he he could have won that fight and things like that. And the diehard Khabib fans gonna say your man can't do shit to Khabib like. It's nothing he could do. Like, we're going to see a second fight and the same thing going to happen. So, I think next year or 2020, at least, we're going to see that fight again because Connor signed a, eight, a new eight-fight deal, and, and now he got seven left on the deal. So, we definitely going to see that fight again. Now, what do you think uh, What do you think Connor needs to do to to be prepared for the next time? Like, what do you, what do you think if, they, if this rematch is going down, what do you think Connor needs to do to be ready? Do you think it was only because he was he was off for 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 a few years? No. Or do you think mm-hmm. do you think Khabib was just a better fighter yeah. last night? Yeah, I I don't think I like I like Matt could use more rounds, of course, in that cage like anybody could, and he could use more. You know, he could just use more fights to get to get ready. But like, it's not really much different that he could have done last night. Like, it's well physically and like like. Preparation wise, he next fight he should take to be more serious. I don't think he did that as as much as he could. Like I don't think he he I I feel like he felt that, especially coming off the last time he was in UFC, a dominant two round performance against Eddie Alvarez. I I felt like he thought he was gonna do that again. Like, and Khabib was just a different animal. Khabib was just a different animal. And I feel like next fight he should take him more serious for sure. Okay. Oh no, I'm I I think it'll be dope. I I'll be I'll be glad to see it again. Yeah, definitely. That's because you always want to see guys that don't like each other fight. Like that's just always gonna make the best events, that's always gonna make the best matchups. That's like I, I can see fucking um Wilder and Fury after the fight is over fucking helping each other out and shit. <laughs> smacking five. <laughs> yeah, smacking five like yeah. Go go kick Joshua's ass, man. <laughs> No bullshit, bro. And, and wilder, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um. Now. Now, yeah, we that was it was a great it was a great event, man. We all right, we enjoyed that shit. Y'all, y'all check out the replays, check out the highlights, everything like that. We just see Khabib and Conor back in that that cage soon enough. Um, a lot more UFC coming up the next couple months. We're gonna talk about. Before we get out of here, I want to talk about two quick things. I want to talk about Charlo Golovkin, and I want to talk about Tank getting back in the getting back in the ring and and maybe getting from under Mayweather promotions. Now, what you think about Jamal and, and Triple G if we get to see that? I think that'd be a real dope fight. From from what you saying to Jamal, rather be highlights or fights, you think that he he got what it takes to beat Triple G, like especially at this stage of Triple G career. I think so, and I think I mean I think me and you both had um you know the Charlo brothers as two two of our favorites and like two of the two of the toughest competitors in the sport. Mm-hmm. And I think at this because uh, how is uh, Triple G right now? He thirty six. If this fight happened, he'd be thirty seven, thirty eight. I you cut out, y'all. Oh, I said right right now, Triple G about thirty six. I believe if this fight happened within the next year, or so he'd be thirty seven, thirty eight. Okay. Yeah. No, I think. Um, 
I think right now he'll be. I think at this stage in his career, I think he'll be able to take him. I think it's, you know, the older you get up there in age, it's a lot tougher to deal with these younger guys. I mean, unless you're Floyd, <laughs> right? You know, when you're talking about when you're talking about fighting styles, I think the reason Floyd was able to be so successful is because he was a defensive boxer. But I think, you know, at that stage of Floyd's career, had he decided to try to stand in the middle of the ring and go blow for blow with some of these young guys, he might not be undefeated right now. Right. And mentioning and mentioning Floyd, we we know it had been a lot talking about uh, Floyd coming back or rather be Pacquiao or whoever. You you think, and there's been a lot of talk about people wanting to see him fight Canelo again. You think that that it would be the same outcome, maybe more competitive, but you think Floyd could still beat Can- well, not could. You think he still would beat Canelo, or you think that's a Canelo win? I don't. I don't want. I'm gonna just say I don't want him to fight Canelo. Because <laughs> <laughs> Floyd, Floyd, my guy, and it's like <laughs> the first time he fought Canelo, it was Floyd was in there sparring. Right. <laughs> this time around, I don't see that as being a sparring match for Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna just say I don't want to see it. I don't, I wouldn't want to say Floyd to lose. I just don't, I don't even. Right. You don't like, want to I, see I don't it. Want those words, I don't want the words Floyd going to lose to come out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm going to just say I don't, want to see, I don't want that to happen. And, uh, don't, don't look, Floyd. Take my advice, my G. Don't get in the ring with none of these young dudes. <laughs> go fight, fight. If you going to fight, go on and whoop Pacquiao ass again. <laughs> and going about your business. <laughs> Don't get, get in the ring and dip up. <laughs> Don't get in the ring with one of these young boys. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to see it. Don't do oh, it. Shit. Oh, and like, man. and I told you, like, I told you on the last episode, I don't even want to see him and Pacquiao fight. And I don't want to see Floyd right. fight. I don't want to see Floyd fight again. Really, like, right? Just chill, <laughs> man. You you undefeated. Chill. <laughs> like I don't want to, I don't want to see him in Pacquiao again. But if you go, if you need to get back in the ring, you want to get back in the ring, go on and fight Pacquiao, man. Right. <laughs> Actually, see if that, see if De La Hoya want to go work out or something. <laughs> see if he wants to spar. <laughs> yeah, man. Go like whoop, whoop his ass. Don't get in the ring with Canelo again. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. <laughs> don't, um, don't do it. <laughs> You what what you think about people saying Jamal need need to do more for him to to get a shot at the Golovkins and the Canelos? I mean, that's one of them things too. Because who who was his last fight? His last fight was uh, Hugo Centennial and on that Browning card back in April. Yeah, no, I think um, I think I mean, I, I as far as they say, just do more to to where you can earn them, or they saying they don't think. They don't the, think res- the resume, yeah. As far as building up his resume, I think, yeah. I mean, I think he could do more. I don't know who I would say he should fight, but I think, I think if he got in the ring with him, I think he can definitely hang with him. Right. It's always, you know, it's always more that can be done when you're talking about guys that are considered some of the best in their weight class, and you know, some of these up and coming guys. But I definitely think if they get in the ring, I think he can hang with him. Okay. Um, who do you, who who would you want to see him fight before before Triple G? I uh I mean it's a lot of guys in that division. I, I feel like he's I, I would like to see him fight Danny Jacobs. Danny got a fight coming up in November. We're gonna be talking about that. I'd like to see him fight the winner Saunders Andrade uh, next week. We're gonna be talking about that October twentieth. So it's it's a lot of guys, but I feel like no matter who who he fight, it should be for a world title. Right. 
I feel I don't I don't think he should be on anybody's undercard. I don't think it should be any eliminators or mandatories. Like he should be fighting these world champions for the belts. Yeah, I mean, I definitely I feel like he that caliber of a fighter. Like I don't think it's like to me it ain't like our triple G just you know miles ahead of him or something like that to where he should right. be able to get that fight. Um, we ready to get out of here, but before we leave, what you what you think about about free tank? We ain't seen tank since April. Only one fight this year. <clears throat> that fight only went three rounds. Tank probably has fought ten rounds the last two years. <laughs> why you, why you, why you think we ain't seeing more more tank, man? I mean, I don't know what the issues are over there. I mean, it, it's definitely been um as I've seen from Cause it's also, yeah, as I've seen on <laughs> social rocky. media over the last shit, probably mm. couple of years. I mean, pretty much probably since uh, they said uh, Tank was whooping on Floyd in that sparring session or whatever a few <laughs> a few years back. <laughs> right, shit been kind of shaky since then. So I mean, I don't know, I don't know what it. Uh, and I mean, from the things that Tank has been tweeting and shit, the fact that Tank hang out with Bronner is uh, a <laughs> is, <laughs> is, is, is tell me enough considering the way that. Floyd and Bronner's relationship is up and down, right? So I mean, I don't, I don't under, I don't know what, what the actual reason may or may not be though. Maybe just some disagreements. Maybe Floyd being Floyd. We know, we know that he don't want to leave Al Heyman. We know that that all the Al's guys is loyal and they they feel like Al put them in position to get a lot of money, right? But you th- you think that that Tank a benefit from leaving Mayweather promotions and does doing his own thing or going to another promotional company? Or you think him and Floyd should work this whole thing out? See, the problem, I mean, I think if him and Floyd could work it out, it would be dope. But, I mean, as we done say from most of Floyd's relationships, it's, like, so up and down and so wishy-washy and flip-flop. So, I mean, I think this would be an ongoing thing if he stay over there. Like, how many, how many of Floyd's relationships have we seen be consistently great? You know, from right. from the relationship with his dad, from the relationship with Bron, or from the relationship with Fifty Cent, right? Think, so I mean, I think I think it'll be tough for him to stay over there. I think if they can work it out and come to some type of agreement, that'll be cool. But like I said, knowing Floyd, you know, knowing Floyd handles relationships the way that he do, mm-hmm. it might it might be better for Tank to get up out of there. Yeah, definitely. I I I just want to see him back in the ring. I I do think that. I don't know how long the contract is. We we ain't sure about all of that, but I do think he could benefit from being with another promoter. I mean, he could fight Eddie, more. He could, you know, he'd be able to get in the ring right, a more, more active. Right. Eddie Eddie Hearn said he uh, offered Mayweather promotions a chance to co-promote. So he he was like, he's not trying to. I'm gonna see the link to that too. He's like, he's not trying to take Tank from under them or nothing like that. But he just want to co-promote to try to get yeah, Tank try in to the get ring. him in the ring. Yeah, Tank is. I want to say between twenty. 324, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think he's 24. Yeah, 24, youngest world champion in history. Fucking, like he, it's it's too much talent. Like that's 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 many Mike Tyson for real. Like it's just too much talent being wasted. And we definitely all want to see Tank back in that ring. What's next fight to be? His uh, Tank's next fight. I feel like is it should be big. Like I feel like his next return, his return should be big. We, I, I want to see the Tevin Farmer fight. We want to see that fight for at least two years. That's, yeah, they've been they've been beefing for for they, it's been about shit probably two or three years since they've been beefing. Because I mean, before it was like what was it? it wasn't uh Tevin chasing Tank for a minute? Tank wouldn't 
Tank yeah, wouldn't really Tank, acknowledge Tank, it before. And Tank then, told him get a belt, and Tevin got a belt. Tank said because well, he got yeah, Tevin got shot in the hand, right? That's why he was out, he was out for for a while, right? Then yeah, then, uh, yeah. Tevin then Farmer get shot in the hand. He got shot, and then he had like a weird controversial loss that ended up getting wiped out. And yeah, I'm saying that one because mm-hmm. that, that one went. That was what uh, I can't remember his name, but that one went to decision. That was what uh, was it? Billy did? No, that wasn't the Billy did fight. But yeah, it was it was some dude that uh, Tevin was in a weird situation with, and that ended up getting getting thrown out because a dude was on yeah, TV. Was... Some crazy shit. Right. Yeah. I I think that's that's a fight I've been I've been wanting to see that fight since they started going back and forth on Twitter over two years ago. Mm-hmm. I want I want to see him against Lomachenko eventually. I think that I think at one thirty I think at one thirty five or one forty he is smoke Lomachenko. Like I don't think that's a close fight. <laughs> at at one thirty at at one thirty I feel like it's close. I think the more the more Tank don't have to lose weight because we know he's not no natural one thirty motherfucker. Like you can see him when he's not in like. It prepared for a fight like Tank ain't walking around at one thirty, and we know it's he got a he work he works to get down to one thirty. But I feel like at one thirty five, one forty, that's a that's an easy fight for him. Who you think? Who you think would be his toughest matchup? Mikey, I think my, him and Mikey Garcia eventually will will be. I think that's, that's gonna be tough. Yeah, I think that's a, that's, that's gonna be a tough fight, fight. For, for Tank. Yeah, like Tank's power and his aggression versus Mikey, like tech, tactician skills. I think that's a great fight. That's a pay-per-view fight for for sure. Definitely. We got a we got a lot coming up for y'all, man. Uh stay tuned. We're gonna be back at least every other week. A lot of boxing coming up next couple months, a lot of UFC coming up. We gonna be here. We're gonna try to be here every week for y'all. Y'all make sure y'all stay tuned. No feelings boxing. And yeah, if y'all if y'all listen to it, you know, give us some feedback. Let us know what y'all think, man. We Definitely let us know. We we still trying to get things in order. I'm st- I'm trying to stay caught up with everything with working as much as I've been working lately. So yeah, any type of you know, anything y'all want us to talk about specifically that we might not talk about, just hit us up and let us know. Hit us up, man. All social media, NFM underscore podcast, DM us suggestions, which I think we should check out. Anything, feedback on the shows, what we can do better. Let us anybody know. that's anybody that's interested in coming on and talking about something specifically, just the DM us. We could get you know we could get people on for a short amount of time in the episode. Anything to kind of help us grow and get um get get a little notoriety. Definitely every week, man. No feelings meetings. Check us out. Me, Will, and Justin. That's the hip hop podcast, rap po- podcast, sports, whatever you want to talk about. Shit, niggas DMing your girl. Oh, uh, crazy! Oh uh, yeah, we we <laughs> we doing we got relationship segments and all that for y'all. Everything, <laughs> whatever you want, man. No feelings meetings every week. Check me and Justin out, 90 Feet Baseball Podcast, Hard File Network, first baseball podcast exclusive. We give you all that every week. Check out the feud every week as Justin and Liam. Sometimes Liam by himself. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Shit. Uh, but Hard File Network, man, y'all check us out. We out here. More things to come. More, So many things in, in work. Yes, sir. We out there, man. No feelings. No feelings. <laughs>